Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Hello and welcome into the Jayhawks Talk Podcast. I am Kevin. Joined with me as always is Andrew. Andrew, we are coming off a two and O week, beating all them Oklahoma schools. How are you feeling? Yes, yeah, the uh, Oklahoma wraparound. We took care of Oklahoma this weekend. We beat Oklahoma State on Big Monday. Continuing Bill Self's Big Monday streak. I love myself a good Big Monday in Allen Fieldhouse. Like, there's nothing better than. You know, showing up on that late Monday night, leaving the game real late, getting home real late, you know, just getting the getting the week started off right. And, you know, when they this statistic has started to come around, that you know, Bill Self has never lost on a on a big Monday. I got to thinking like, yeah, I always feel good on a Monday. Who would have thought? Yeah, there's something to that. Uh, I, I like Monday games. The Saturday Monday thing this time of year, it's kind of like the the dog days of the big 12 race. Right. But there's something about that, the little Saturday, Monday, you get through a weekend. You're like, Oh, it's Monday. And then you're like, it's Monday. <laughs> like, you're like yeah. at least we got some basketball tonight. So I, I do like that. That's and I know it's tough. It's probably tough on the players. Like, you know, it's a quick turnaround. You got to get your body, right. You know what? They got to get their body, right. Too. And if you're in better shape than the other team, that Monday game is yours for the taking. Then you got the whole week to get coached up for whoever you got on, on Saturday. So, you know, love to get that, those, those wins this weekend, the, we'll get into that uh, Oklahoma and Oklahoma state games uh, in a little closer couple, couple things to take away from it. Um, And then we'll, we'll talk about some big 12 stuff. And then Kevin, do we want to preview a special announcement. Special announcement. You got to hold on. This is uh this is a cliffhanger. This is a we're putting something out there right now. You got to hold on. It's we're not going to bury this lead, but we're going to bury this lead. It's a special announcement about Jayhawk Talk and what we're doing here that we're pretty excited about. But March is coming. Look. March is coming. It's like this is our Christmas time. So maybe yeah. we have a Christmas present for you all at home in your cars, driving to work on a, on a Thursday morning, you're probably going to be snowed in, but uh, we maybe we have a Christmas present. Maybe this is Christmas in March. You got a snowstorm coming, maybe have a gift coming to you. I'm not sure you'll have to stick around uh, till the very end. Uh, but before we get into all this, Kevin, I'm just, let's just talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Just, just quick. Okay. I have a quick thing for you. Did you bet on the Super Bowl? Did did I bet on the Super Bowl? Did you? you know yeah, me? just well, yes. you you bet on weird things, and sometimes yes, you I don't. Not right. I bet on the Super Bowl. I bet on like four hundred other things related to the Super Bowl. Yes. I right. what, what did, did? How did you do? I actually did pretty well. Uh, my biggest payout was uh, I had Odell Beckham uh, as first touchdown, and that okay, uh, that's pretty that good. Plus nine hundred paid. I saw. I saw Drake made that bet too. Did you copy Drake's bet? No, but I, 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 I don't know if he copied me. You just like, you know, scan his, his Instagram account. Like mm, Drake's betting Odell first touchdown. I got to do that too. You know, I've, I, I've bet for dumber reasons, but no, I didn't do that. Okay. Uh, did you bet on the Bengals at all? No, 
And that is good for you. And there, there, there's a reason why no one should have bet the Bengals. And it is this story that I want to tell you. Do you remember back in 2005 when the Kansas Jayhawks beat the Nebraska Cornhuskers for the first time in 37 years? Absolutely. That was such a fun game, right? Like that was, that was a game where we rushed the field, right? And it was one, one of those, that was the beginning of we were tearing the gold post down every week. You know, it's, it started around that time and it kind of carried over for the next couple of years. The, the, the goalpost came down, what, five or six or seven times over the next couple of years. But that was like a big one. That was a big one. Uh, quick story. Uh, fraternity brother of mine jumped into Potter Lake, he grabs the goalpost, he swims to the other side, he drags it out. We see what we're doing. We take that goalpost up to the the fraternity house and, and a bunch of Nebraska people crowd around us. I'm like, Oh no, but they wanted to take a picture with us to send it to the athletic director to say <laughs> fire bill Callahan. And so Thank we're like, Oh, this, this is, this is great. This is great. Like this was such, I mean, such a like KU football had arrived. Anyway, what I, what I, what I'm getting at here, this is a long story to say, do you know who the quarterback was for Nebraska? When we won that game, I do not remember that Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. And if you lose that game in 2005, there's no way you should be ever be trusted to win a Super Bowl. Huh? Yeah. Listen, I wish you'd have told that story last week and said, bet everything on Rams money line. You would have bet everything. Yeah, but not, but, but make sure you didn't say bet them on the spread. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) there's a distinction there uh but anyway now that's a good story i actually completely forgot about that however he did go to uh butler county community college so he does have a kansas connection however he was the one to lose that game to todd reesing in the kansas jayhawks back there in 2005 uh early early reesing years that was the most in my lifetime that was the most justified take down the goalposts Yes. Win. Other than put hanging 76 on them. Which that was two years later. I know, but that, that was, that was a different kind, but in terms of like monkey off your back, win, that was, that was the one that may not even been recent years. Now we're getting way back. That may have been his, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, 2000 that was 2005 just assume every good football thing that, that yeah. was the reason years. yeah it's like it's all just grouped together it's like Todd Reason was... Adam Barman got a win are you sure I think that was reasoning yeah yeah <laughs> we're not going to give credit to anybody else I think that may have been a Kerry Meyer win uh when he was I don't know it doesn't matter anyway Zach Taylor lost that game it was 40 to 17 or something like that this is not the 72 game uh, a couple of years later uh but uh, Zach Taylor, don't ever bet on Zach Taylor. Don't ever bet on the Cincinnati Bengals in a big game like that. Because you can't, if you can't pull off that one, I'm not going to pull off the big one. Anyway, that's all I got. I just want to share that little nugget with you, Kevin, and, and the folks at home. Let's talk about KU basketball. Let's do it. So we played, I think it's probably worth talking about the Oklahoma State game first. I don't know. Do you want to do Oklahoma or Oklahoma State? I don't care. I don't know. It, we'll, we can group them together a little bit. I was at yeah. the Oklahoma game. Uh, we were down for most of the game, uh, you know, came back, uh, you know, towards the, the middle of the second half and then got, got up. And then it was almost a mirror image of the, of the game before against Texas, where we almost blew it. 
I mean, we did not have good end of game uh, awareness, end of game situations, end of game execution. Uh, the only difference between uh, that and the game and the Texas game is we did end up winning the Oklahoma game. They had a shot to win. Uh, they were down by two uh, and they went for two. Usually had you see no business go- being in that game at the end. Right. No so they, 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 if they would have shot a three and made it, they would, they would have won. They, they did go for the tie. They didn't go in, but you know, you, you get out of the, get out of Allen Fieldhouse that day with that win. I think you just take it, but you also understand the, uh, there was a lot of things that, that didn't necessarily go the way uh, they needed to go. Yeah. There's a little trend here about end of game situations and just kind of galaxy braining from, from the KU uh, from the KU players, I, I don't think I've seen much reason to to put on, on or to 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 I guess challenge Bill Self like decision making. It's like free throws and dumb turnovers it's, and right. like execution problems. Even the like end of game play, like called up in te- like the, Texas, that it all made sense, but it just wasn't done very well. So I don't know what's going on with this end of game stuff. I will say this, this Oklahoma state game, you know, we were up 26. Thank God we were up 26. Cause we missed 16 of our last 17 shots in that game. We made a 26 point game into a 16 point game real fast. I think it ended up being 14. Uh, so yeah, we've got some end of game problems going on. I don't like it. Uh, we need to figure that out and fast because uh, I will say that <clears throat> during that stretch, if you're a live sports better, uh, it has been pretty profitable to uh, bet the other side of, of KU, KU. But no one, no real fan would do that. No, what? no one with any, any, uh, who bleeds crimson and blue would, would never do such a thing. Wait, 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 are you saying that I should not bet on another team against KU if you think that it's the appropriate bet? Correct. You don't do so. No, truly, you, have you ever bet a dollar? on another team that's playing no. you in any context whatsoever. No, never. I would never put myself in a position to have to like internally root against the, Jayhawks. I'm not internally rooting against them. I was betting on them to win, but not by a margin of 26. Correct. Like in a, in a specific possession, like that possession, I need them to, to clank that one I'm not because it might I'm hurt my, might hurt my line. Clank something. I don't ever. know. It's a little bit of an emotional hedge too, but that's the more lost. If you're doing it as an emotional hedge, that's fine. But if you're okay. doing it as a way to make money, I have a problem with it. All right. Well, I am a terrible fan then because I've bet against KU a, a lot of times. I've also you. bet for KU a whole bunch of times, probably more. But anyway, there's a there's an ebb and a flow to a feel of an Allen Fieldhouse game where live betting is just not the algorithms just don't quite understand. Uh, that that I think KU fans who've watched for a long time do understand, and there's something there. Anyway, I'll sh- I'll shut up about live betting, but end of game problems they are real. We get that this is a trend now. Uh, we have to freaking make a free throw first. Of right, all. Uh, you know that's probably the biggest lift here. The, the if we were making our free throws, I don't think we were having this conversation. There, there's some untimely turnovers that that haven't been great, but if you make your free throws, the games are over. You don't have oh. to worry about it. Uh, CB's been struggling from that. Ochai's been struggling from that. Uh, Jalen Wilson, who has been money, 
across the floor for since Big 12 play really started, uh, did miss a key one uh, against Oklahoma State when you felt like he was the one guy who could actually go up there and make a free throw? He, he did miss one. Uh, but, uh, you know, the one maybe our best free throw shooter now that you don't have to worry about is Dave McCormick. Somehow he's, he's, he's like the, he's the one who goes up there and just knocks him down and like, OK, here we go. He's back. Uh, he but, used to be good. I, like he's, he's back to being good again at free throws. Right. And I think maybe that's the difference between, you know, our opinion of Dave is you know, I don't think his efficiency around the, the hoop has changed all that much, but he's making his free throws. So it looks like he's getting a great stat line, but really he's going, you know, four for 10 from the field from, you know, point blank range with 10 rebounds, but he's getting like eight free throws. So we look at his stat line. Hey, that's a great stat line from Dave. But if he was missing his free throws, it wouldn't be. So I say that to say, you got to make your free throws. Got to make, make your free throws. throws. Got to make you your look, free throws. You, you, you make yourself look so much better as a team, as a player, if you make your free throws. They're free. So I, I don't know. It's not like Bill Self just needs to, like, take a day and have everybody shoot free throws. I'm not sure that's how it works, you know. Uh and he but, doesn't uh, allegedly he doesn't do free throws in practice. See, I, I wouldn't either. But like something's got to happen to maybe it's a mental thing. I don't know. I don't know. Well, but, but either if way, we make our free throws, this this season would go a lot easier for us. Yeah. So the other thing I want to say about these games, we talked about end of game. I want to talk about the bench. Mm. So, I'll, I'll I'll jump by saying bench. Bench. We began this season, like many seasons in the past, saying this oh, man, rotation is stacked. <laughs> How are, how's anybody going to get any minutes? How's anybody going to play? Like We're going to have people, you know, 12 guys averaging 18 minutes a game because there's just not enough minutes. And just like seasons before, that's not how it works. You have five guys averaging like 34 minutes. And then the bench is, you know, just a little little trickle. And that's how it's been this year, too. So Oklahoma game, guess how many bench points we had? I don't remember, but it's like five. Three. Three. What, a, a three from Yesifu or something? Nope. You should know this one. This player had a plus seven, plus minus in this game. The best on the oh. court coming off the bench in the Oklahoma game. Zach Clements. Zach Clements. Which I'm why didn't we put we got to put him next on the rundown? We got to talk about Swaggin' Ball Z. That's what I'm gonna call him. Stop, I, stop I, doing that. I saw that on Twitter that somebody was calling him Swaggin' Ball Z, and stop. I loved it. Uh but anyway, Zach Clements comes in and was like the most exciting thing about that game. Is it, it was when you're walking out of Allen Fieldhouse, you're walking through the parking garage, you're walking back to your car. That's all anybody wanted to talk about. I was like, Zach Clements, man. Zach Clements was the savior. Uh, and you know what? I'm excited for him. Maybe not for this season, but dude is athletic. He was. Well, I think it is this season. Well, maybe we'll get into season. that. Anyway, talk, let's talk about your other bench thing, because I have a lot to talk about with Zach Clements. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about Oklahoma State game. What do you think the bench scoring was? Five. Five. That was uh, leading. That was yes, Fu and Clements, three and two points, five points off the bench. Now, 
we didn't need it necessarily. I mean, we do, but we don't. Uh, you look at the bench and you go, who on the bench is the score? Now, Remy's not playing. So Remy comes back, you know, obviously this, I think the the scoring output from the bench changes, but uh, you're night in and night out. You're going to get your most points from Ochai, CB, Jalen and Dave, right? That's the core yep. scoring output. They can all change every day, every game. You never know who's going to be up front. It was Ochai for a long time, but it's been all over the place since. And then you might get points from who? It ain't Mitch. It, I mean, Yesifu is going to pitch in a couple. JJ Adams ain't scoring. I mean, it's it's maybe Jalen Coleman Lance coming in and making a couple threes, but like you look down and you're not seeing a ton of, you know, point production off the bench all of a sudden. And you're right. This was supposed to be the deepest team we've seen in a long, long time. And it still may be, still may be. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what the rotation looks like, but uh, I think we get got to get Remy back to get some more bench scoring. I think it's you're not right. Vital. This is not like a thing that I'm like, holy God, we're screwed. Uh, but yeah, got to get a little more production off the bench. Just a little bit. Jalen Coleman Lance was out with a migraine or some kind of illness. That's a little different. Remy being out, Remy coming back in. I mean, that's, that's another thing, but yes, you're right. This bench has to do something else. Yes. If we been getting some minutes, hasn't had a ton of production, but has also hasn't had, you know, maybe the, the minutes to where that production would come. 22 minutes in that Oklahoma State game. Wow. Yeah. That's, is yeah. that a season high? It's got to be. It's got to be. Unless, unless something early on. Um, but but I, I'll say this. I think it was three years ago. We did a segment on this podcast called Sorry, Mitch. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Mitch. <laughs> and I think it ended up being it was I think it ended up being his red shirt season. The context was is he played so many minutes his sophomore year. And I think that's the, the year that you put out that song yeah. uh where Dope got hurt and it was basically just Mitch left. But then we recruited Dave, we recruited Silvio, yeah. we had Doke back, and then something else somebody else and so like mitch was going to be like fifth or sixth big guy off the bench and he redshirted that year and we were like are we ever going to see mitch again like sorry mitch mitch we love you but sorry mitch and then of course he's stuck around forever he's always playing he's always you know you know this is his sixth season and you know he's been getting his minutes but i'm just wondering if with the rise of Zach Clements, we need to maybe bring back a partial segment of sorry, Mitch, because he did not play much against Oklahoma state. You, you said after the Oklahoma game that, and I, right. Maybe I posed the question. I said, is he going to be the first big off the bench the next game? Yes or no. And you said, no, it's well, Zach Clements. I'm giving you credit here. You said Zach Clements. I said, I think it's going to be Mitch. But I don't feel good about that bet. We didn't bet because I didn't feel good about it. And you were right. It was Clement's first big off the bench. Now, he didn't do a lot. He was fine. Uh, he comes in, he gets three rebounds in like two minutes. That's true. He did have some boards. And he got a put back, and then he missed a free throw. Uh, he had six boards and two assists and two blocks. In, in nine eight minutes? minutes. Not, yeah. yeah, nine minutes. 
and two points. So, okay, that's pretty productive time in there. Uh, Mitch, on the other hand, uh, played three minutes, and during those three minutes, just at the end, the plus Did, minus was minus ten. That was that. Right. <laughs> that was right that this is the, the. Yeah. <laughs> that was that. Uh, that end of half or end of uh, end of game problems uh, we had. But anyway, that you were right that Zach Clements was next. Now I want to see if that continues. I think it is though. I think this is your sorry Mitch moment. Yeah, on TV they were saying, you know, this was a Clements game because Bill Self needed to know what he was going to get from Clements. And he knew what he was going to get from, from, from Mitch. I'm not sure if Bill Self operates that way, where he's like testing guys out to, you know, I know what you are, so I'm going to play him today. Bill Self's trying to win basketball games. And if Mitch was the better option to win a basketball game, he would have played. But, but Zach was in there. They asked him, and he said specifically, I wanted to give him a chance to show what he did after the last game or something like that. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But, uh, but that was the the insinuation that he deserved it after the last game. We wanted to let him build on that. So that's why Clemens. Okay, so there there was a little bit, a little that. bit of it, but yeah, I think it's like half right, level half right. Uh, hang on, hang on a second, Andrew. We got someone joining in here, joining our Zoom. You know what? We used to hack Zooms. Remember that was a thing at the start of the pandemic. Everyone's freaking out about security because people were hacking Zooms. I think our Zoom got hacked. Our Zoom just got hacked. Our Zoom just got hacked. Uh, who's that? Is that Nick Schwart? I am inside you, Jayhawk Talk. <laughs> I have infiltrated your firewalls. What's going on, Nick? What are you guys talking about? Zach Clements, or as Andrew calls him, Swaggin' Ball Z. I got one for you. The Clydesdale. <laughs> I like it. I like that. The, the hair, the hair does it. He can't cut that hair. Well, you you heard the story. I don't know. You guys were probably at the game. No, he yeah, his family raised Clydesdales. Yeah, so I mean, he's got the he's got the mane. It sort of flows when he's running down the court. I think I think uh, I think we call him the Clydesdale. I do like Swag and Ballsy. That's yeah, <laughs> that's not mine. I saw that on Twitter. And I'm like, you know what? I really like that. He's probably of that age too. I don't know. Uh, well, we'll work on it. Like, this is a guy that's going to be in our lives for a couple of years, guys. We need to work on our nickname we're, we're for this guy. This a little bit. I, you said this on the same conversation. I was walking through a, a supermarket, and we were talking about that Mitch versus Zach thing, and you said something like, you know what's going to be really funny? When we got uh, Dick, we got Clements, and we got maybe, if he sticks Ma- around, CB. CB, and three just hateable white guys on our team at the same time we may have three grace and allens on the team and i and i hope they all kind of like take their cue from from cb if CB like cb's back. the main the the, the head no. of the of the sort of that's our douchebag guy oh yeah uh, i can't wait <laughs> like we're okay with him because he's our douchebag that kind of thing. <laughs> you know what is weird is that i i get it like if i were another team i'd probably hate cb but I watch him play, and I'm like, there's something about him that Grace and Allen didn't have, just in terms of, like, a respectable nature about him. Is it just that he doesn't have the pouty face? The He's not tripping people. I think that's a big part of it. <laughs> I think yeah. a lot of it's yeah. the look, though. I think a lot of it's just the demeanor. Well, all I know is, and, and shout out to CB and his website, and I got, I got me a sweet little white hooded sweatshirt. 
Like did you get the one that says brown eyed girl on it? No, I did not get the brown eyed girl. One, though. <laughs> I did see that. That would have been pretty funny. Uh, so anyway, I love uh, NIL is my favorite thing. I love the NIL stuff so much. I want to see so many more NIL deals and we're going to come up with some for people like we're, we need to, that needs to be part of our gig. You know, I think I have a long-term plan to like adopt someone off the bench, maybe not necessarily a walk-on, but someone at the end of the bench who's probably not going to get a ton of NIL deals. And we just adopt this guy and, you know, come up with cool, like merch for him. Like you can write a song about this person, kind of like, like a, like a Brandon green back in the day. Like we would have adopted that guy, turned him into whatever he was, but you know, pick a guy like that, pick a Nico, or an Anrio Adams, pick a guy like that, really take him under our wing before he transfers to Toledo the next year. But <laughs> Andrew, I thought you were actually saying you should, we like should band together and like parent one of these kids, like actually that's part of it. Them. That's part of it. Yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> anyway, well, let's get them before they go to school. Let's let's go find like the best, <laughs> the best 17 year old basketball player in the Kansas city Metro area. It's kind of like an angel investor club, except like you are one <laughs> agreeing to like fund this person's education Two, like this third group of 30 dudes is going to like parent this kid. <laughs> like we all are going to walk into Bill Self's office and demand more playing time for this guy. It's like you thought you had a problem with one basketball dad. I've got 30 basketball dads coming in to try to get more playing time. And then we just do it, do it again the next year. You know, and they all have burner accounts on Twitter, and so. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, anyway, well, I I don't know what else we need to say about those games of, of the past week. I will say this, uh, Mike Boynton had a good quote on Allen Fieldhouse that I think is worth uh, repeating. If you didn't see it, he said, "With all due respect to our program, over the last two decades, they have been the standard of our league. Our fans have been great, but this place." This place is packed every night, not because of who they are playing, but because they are playing. I like that. That's a great point. Cause I, you know, I think Oklahoma state fans can be good, but they just aren't very good very often. Like KU can maybe pack the place, but like a fun Gallagher Iba is really it's fun. Awesome. It's awesome. But it's never, it's never that way. Maybe against Oklahoma, maybe against KU. I mean, I guess if you're going to go through it, you know, is, is Iowa state number two with a bullet? Texas tech is Texas tech starting right. to get more interesting, but otherwise, right you now know, it's pretty lit. Our, our boy, uh, our, our boy QB uh, 15 is down there on the front row, waving a power towel, but, but otherwise like, you know, he's right. Like we get up for every game. Not every school gets up for every game. Like that's, that is the difference between like you show up against Towson in November and it's going to be crazy. And it's going to be like an incredible experience for, uh, you know, someone walking in for their first time. Whereas if you go to like Gallagher Iba or you go to, you know, Octagon of Doom in November, you may be able to talk to the guy across the, <laughs> across the court. <laughs> anyway, well, anything else on those games, Nick, did you have any takes on those OU OSU games? I, I'll say this, Nick, first of all, we didn't, we didn't uh, get your levels. Take the mic just a smidge away. I think you're way louder than the rest of us. My little hot little. Yeah. Just, just, we didn't, we didn't get you leveled out early. Uh, but while you're doing that, 
you and I didn't listen to your podcast yet, but you had some takes on Jalen Wilson that I saw yeah. today going through Twitter, and we had some some stuff written down uh, about Jalen Wilson in in his praise. But I want you to just kind of go through what he's done uh, from your side in the past three games, uh, and just you know what's this guy has completely changed his game uh, since November. I'll tell you what, and I hope my levels are, are better. If they're not, just just let me know, and I'll and I'll keep turning it down. But um, I think Jalen will, and this is including Ochai turning into National Player of the Year candidate. I think Jalen Wilson's progression across the course of this season is my favorite storyline of the year, because with Jalen, it wasn't just hit the ground running, look at how awesome I am. Look at how much better I am this year. With Jalen, it was last year, slid into this new role. All of a sudden, he was the bell of the ball. Big 12 defenses start game planning against him. The offense was one-dimensional for KU. He struggled down the stretch. Served the suspension to start the year. He comes back. The team is completely different. Ochai and Christian Brown are so much better. Dewan Harris is playing 35 minutes a game handling the ball. Remy Martin's in the mix now. Jalen gets back into the lineup, and I don't think he had a role, and he was kind of looking around saying, what What am I supposed to do here? Like, what, what's my role on this team? And then he gets into Big 12 play. He starts to get more minutes. He gets back into the starter's role. And he had that game, I, I don't know if it was the first game of Big 12 or it was the last game of non-com play, where he had like two points and 15 rebounds. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. yeah. And... That was the game where I was like, okay, he gets it now. Not that he gets his role, but he gets what is going to continue to earn him playing time. And we know Bill Self, like if you just do the dirty work, you're going to play. If you ignore scoring and do all the other stuff you're going to play, he did that, and now the scoring has come. I think since Big 12 plays started, he's been one of the top two or three players in the conference. And I just love the idea, and sorry, that was a really long-winded answer, Andrew, but I, th- I love the idea that you get to see a guy struggle and you get to see a guy sort of figuring it out on the fly and he never threw in the towel. He never got showed the frustration that he's not getting enough minutes or that he's not getting enough looks. And now he's one of KU's most important players. And I just love seeing that sort of journey from start to finish. So like the game you're referring to is the first Oklahoma State game. Yeah, he went 2-15. and 15. And since then, he has had three games, double-digit rebounds, three games uh, scoring over 20 points, and only one game, two games uh, in single digits. But uh, one of them was against Kentucky where no one was good. Uh, But this so literally transformed himself into potentially first-team All-Big 12 type of player. I mean, I think if right now, depends on if you consider just the Big 12 season or if you consider the season as a whole, who has a better chance to get on first-team Big 12? Is it CB or is it Jalen Wilson? Well, what do you guys think the criteria should be? Because I know what it is. They're going to consider the whole season, but that makes no sense to me. If we're doing, if the Big 12 is determined by Big 12 records, shouldn't the Big 12 teams be determined by what you do in Big 12 play? That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, especially because a lot of November in, in December, there's just a lot of figuring stuff out, you know, uh, which players are going to play. I mean, Jalen Wilson obviously had a lot to figure out. Uh, the big 12 games are the ones that really matter in terms of this conference. So, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't necessarily discount that, but 
you know, Jalen Wilson, I think, has the better resume uh, in Big 12 play. I mean, especially, you know, CB fills up the stat sheet, but I mean, it, it, the, to say that it's a conversation is a testament to him. Mm-hmm. Where if you, we were to say that on December 15th, we were questioning like whether Jalen should play really at all or how he should play, when he should play. And yeah. now it's, he has to play 35 minutes a game. He's vital. I mean, he's the best pound for pound rebounder, maybe in the, in the, NCAA not named Oscar. Uh, well, he is, and he should also be the point guard. And he also does act as the point guard for, he's, for a good awesome, part of the game. Awesome if, bringing it up. Like that's, let's say that's a skill, du- man. If Dwan Harris like didn't exist or was having a bad year or got hurt, if he, he stepped into that point guard role, we may be better. I, I just love when he gets the board and goes. I mean, that is our best offense. Like, like that's literally our best offense when he gets a rebound and has the ability to push. Uh, and there's not a, a lot of guys that can, that can do that. In particular, guys who are third in the Big 12 and rebounding and could play that role. And there's uh, a reason why like teams in the NBA all of a sudden over the last 10 years have guards averaging eight rebounds a game. It's not just because they're stat hunting. It's because they realize, oh, when Russell Westbrook grabs the board, it's one less step of getting the ball down the court. Yep. That's kind of how he's playing. I agree with everything you guys said. I do wonder what the world alternate universe looks like where uh, Remy's healthy and what, what, how all the minutes shake out. I think Jalen still has close to the same kind of situation, but it, it, it would have been an interesting alternate universe to be in just to see. Uh, but obviously he has filled a massive scoring hole that we thought, you know, maybe Remy might fill. And then he's, you're right. Everything he has done over the past few weeks, especially has just been, has been awesome. Big 12 player of the week this week, uh, definitely deserving. And I think he averaged 20 and 10 over the past week. Wow. Good for him. Not not as good of a game against uh, Oklahoma State, but wasn't necessarily needed. Uh, you, you know, he, but he gets those putbacks. Like these, are, this isn't necessarily offense that's designed for him, and so he got those in that Oklahoma State game, and that's that's something that he needs to keep doing. Uh, all right, do you want to talk about going forward, or or do you want to open this present, Kevin? What do you want to do? I don't know, Nick. Do you want to open the present? What are you talking about? What do you well, mean? Well, we're saying that it's 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 going to snow tonight and tomorrow, and that March is a, 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 like our Christmas. So this is Christmas. Christmas is coming, and so we have a gift to the to the Jayhawk Talk podcast fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's open it. Okay. So this has been in the works for a while. Something we've always kind of wanted to do, uh, and partner with Nick, who, as everybody knows. Uh, is a staple on 610 Sports Radio. And we thought it might 10 be 10 to 2, cool. Coldy and Gold. 10 to 2, 610. It might be kind of cool to do a little Jayhawk Talk radio show. And Nick, to his credit, was like, that's a terrible idea. Now, he thought it was a great idea and <laughs> said, let's do it. And so Nick went to 610, made the thing happen, and we are going to do jayhawk talk radio wednesday nights 6 to 7 p.m on 610 sports live and that's going to be a blast 
So if this was a radio show, this is where you would play the breaking news sounder. You would play the applause sound effect. <laughs> See, we got to learn these things. Yeah, hey, we'll right. figure yeah. it out, man. We, we used to Point do drops. Back in the day, we used to do drops, but we got way too lazy to figure that out. But now we've probably got some good technology to help us figure that out. So we'll, it'll be a learning curve for us uh, to, fill in, to fill in that stuff. But, you know, we're very excited to do this. And thanks uh, to Nick for, you know, help kick kickstarting this. I think this will be a fun deal. It'll essentially just be what you've been listening to just on the radio. Maybe we'll have an, a couple opportunities to do um, some cool things, some different things. Uh, but I don't think anything's going to change. It'll be we're going to talk about KU basketball. We're going to talk about. Um, probably Fast and the Furious and how it relates to KU basketball. Uh, you know, all the things you come to expect from this podcast program. Uh, you know, so we've always been at the forefront of technology. We, we were doing a podcast before you could even listen to it in the car. We were like, when you could just like listen to it on your phone and that's it. We do Twitter spaces, which I think is, you know, forefront. We do live call-in shows. So, you know, because we're the forefront of technology, you know, we figured why not take the take the dive into AM radio? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. If there's anything, if there's anything that screams progress, it's terrestrial radio. Why not? That's all the money's at right now. But no, it'll be fun. I think this will be a good deal. It'll go through March. So we're gonna hit uh you know, it'll obviously be for the Big 12 tournament, NCAA tournament. And these are kind of the things we do anyway. We're just going to allow uh, the folks at home in on the conversation. I think it's going to be fun. Right, my question for you guys, are you nervous at all in any capacity? No. No. We're, fine. we're talking, we're, like, if you were like, you're going to have to talk about tax like policy no, 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 no. on the radio like that that would be no 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 i'm not i'm not worried about you being like stage fright nervousness okay i'm questioning you guys i know go for and what an hour and a half a pod how about an hour, hour. try stick to, to an hour we don't have, have that much time things, gonna have to tighten things a little bit up we only got one hour at you least have to tell that super bowl story like half halfway yeah, that's true. That, that Super, like Bowl story. Super Bowl story. Super Bowl story. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fun. So here's what here's what I think the and we're gonna play with this a little bit, but we will keep the podcast. We're gonna record it there. Uh, we're gonna post it on the feed. So you everything you get to you know you're used to for a podcast, it's gonna sound maybe a little different. Hopefully, a little better. Uh, and. And we will we will post that on here, and then we might do some bonus content too. That's sort of outside the radio. So everything's still the same. Nick will be around helping us out, and uh, and so yeah, nothing's gonna change. Jayhawk Talk Podcast still sticking around. This is this is a little short run. We got trial run here. See how it goes, and uh, it's gonna be fun. Do you think this is a good time of the year to do a trial run? Uh, yeah. I think it's a really good time of year. As good as time as any. I think it's a really good time. I mean, you could have got your feet wet during football season when not as many people are craving basketball content, but instead we're diving right in. This is the time. This is the time, man. At, you you know what happens this time of year? I, every single thing that you crap out and put online that says KU basketball and March Madness, someone's clicking. And you know what? It's me. I clicked. I am. I'm one of those people. I need to consume 
everything brackets, March Madness, Kansas basketball. And I know everyone out there is the same exact way. So I'm not judging you because that's me. This is the perfect time to do this. Oh, Matt Tate has two articles up today. Well, got to read this one. <laughs> you know, oh, they basically say the same thing. That's okay. I read that one twice. <laughs> it's a small little, little, you know, world that we're into, uh, you know, like relative to, I don't know, compared to NFL or whatever. Like it's a little, it's a small world, but when you, when it's March madness time, the world opens up because everybody's talking about it. I love that, by the way. I love with like all like the NFL writers or yeah, you know, like ESP, like Damian Woody of ESPN's like tweeting. I love this Christian Brown kid for KU. I'm like, okay, football season's officially over. (laughs) It's over. It's all the way over. Uh, And I'm over here peeps in this Baylor Texas Tech game. It is a hell of a good game. I don't know. You need to switch your setup to where you don't have to cock your head to the side to check the score. See, I've got. Here's what I do. My head is. My head is Uh, straightforward. I'm. (laughs) Can't even tell we're not paying attention to you, Kevin. (laughs) So that's the announcement. That's the gift. It's going to be fun. Uh, Everything will basically be the same for the listener, other than hopefully sounds a lot better. And you need to listen live. Might we might take some calls. We might have some interviews. We might do some stuff live. So so. Join us on 610 Sports, and we may, not sure if this is going to happen yet, but we're going to try to do some other fun stuff with that. Maybe do a live show uh, somewhere. Maybe try to involve you guys somehow. So listen in, uh, check the Twitter account, all that fun stuff, uh, and it'll be fun. Anything else, guys, on that? I'm excited. I'm excited. Next Wednesday, so Wednesday, 6 o'clock, 610. If you don't have a radio in your house because it's – I don't have one in my house. Go get in your car. Go drive around. Go go drive to the new Whataburger, and you'll have you'll be in line for an hour and listen to us talk about KU basketball. It also streams online, by the way. No kidding. So if you have internet Wait, access, yeah, if you have internet access in your home or wherever it finds you, uh, you'll have access to it. And by the way, kudos to you guys. I just want to give a shout out to you guys. Um, in all seriousness. Uh, the 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 naming of the radio show, like I think you guys just really put your heads together and came up with uh, an incredible name that sort of encompasses what you guys are about. So yeah, we worked real hard on that. Yeah, I just wanted to give you props. I, you know what? We'll take those props. Screw you, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, screw me. Hey, listen, I said screw instead of fuck because that's what I need to do. Because oh, used to you got to get used to this. I got to get used to this. <laughs> Get it out of your system now. Get all the way out. Uh, working on that. I got to work on that. Uh, so anyway, thank you, Nick. Thanks for helping us out with this. I think it's going to be a blast. And uh, let's move on. So what what else do you guys have take-wise? Because I want to talk about the Big 12. Sure. Uh, take-wise, I don't know. I, uh, probably a lot of this conversation depends on the end of this game, which as I'm watching it, it's 48-45 Texas Tech. Uh, if Texas Tech wins this game, that puts, you know, it takes the pressure off a little bit uh, before we go down to Waco. We've, we've got some winnable games coming up, but if if they win this game, uh, they're they're even with us. I mean, this is this is it's going to come down to the wire. But uh, if Baylor wins, it's basically two horse race. I think it, it knocks Texas Tech out, but, you know, it's up in the air. And then 
we'll get into it, but the middle of the Big 12 standings are weird. They're a mess. It's so weird. That's that I'm almost more interested in the middle of the Big 12 than I am the the top of the Big 12 race. Cuz the top of the Big 12 race it's going to come down to a couple games. We already know what those games are. This is one of them, the one that's on tonight, but it's going to come down to a couple games. The middle of the Big 12 where you got TCU and K-State up there at 5 and 6. And you're starting to figure out like, all right, this is the time of the year where you're like, who, who's on the bubble? Who's an obvious tournament team? Who's not? And the team who until last night was at the bottom of the big 12 standings had the second most quad one wins in, in college basketball was Iowa state. <laughs> so you're looking down like, is that team who was three and nine in the big 12, a tournament team? They may be, if they keep, I mean, they're 17 and nine. Four and nine now in the Big 12. They win a couple games. They've got a better resume than a couple of these teams. It's just, it's a super weird thing to look at. And I think some teams will separate still. Obviously, there's some more games left, but it is, it's just a weird, it is a weird Big 12 standings. If the Big 12 tournament was held today, K State would be the five seed. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. What if, uh, if Oklahoma, Oklahoma would be, We'll play on Wednesday night. They play against Iowa State on Wednesday night. Okay, I have a question for you guys then. Just broadly speaking, is the Big 12 good this year? I'd like to say yes because everyone else says yes and our Ken Palm ranking is really high. I'm not sure it is. (laughs) From just a couple, like maybe it's we did not have a good showing in that SEC challenge, which – is a knock against us and teams that are supposedly these darling teams that, you know, really bolster our reputation like Iowa state have not performed in, in, in the big 12. So I, you know, it's pretty top heavy. The middle's pretty good. The bottom has, it's, it's really West Virginia. Who's a, a real big disappointment and, and Iowa state. You know, but what's the bottom? I guess that's my point. Is, is the big 12 good? I think the big 12 is good. Is the big 12 great top to bottom? No, but it's better top to bottom than everybody else. Like I still think uh, other than West Virginia, who I agree, it's just been an absolute disaster, but I'm sure they'll like play absolutely great this week against us. But uh, it's, it is a, do you really want to go play at Iowa state? Do you really want to go play at Oklahoma? Well, that's the eight and nine seeds in the big 12. Yeah. I don't want to go play at either one of those teams. And by the way, I'm not sure I really want to, would want to really play, play either one of them in the postseason in the first round of, you know, uh, NCAA March Madness, uh, TCU. I still don't quite believe in, but they keep winning. Uh, and that's just one that's confusing K state the same way. So is the big 12 good? I think you look up and down the, the, do you want to go play them at their place type of thing? Whereas you look at other conferences, there's five teams that I would not care anywhere. We played them and I'd be happy to play them. I think that's the thing that I, I still think big 12 is separated by a little bit, but I do want to see what happens in the postseason. That's the most intriguing part of big 12 to me. Is I don't know. I think we're going to get a bunch of teams into the tournament, like a bunch. And I think we get more if Oklahoma state was how many you think. Yeah. I want to know that too. Cause I don't know. Because my eyes tell me that beyond KU, Baylor, Texas, and Texas Tech, 
it uh, you could convince me that any of the rest of the bunch is a tournament team you could convince me any of the rest of them are frauds except for west virginia who's lost like 12 or yeah you yeah yeah that's fair all right if i were to ask you guys where iowa state is seated on bracket matrix so if you're familiar with it it just aggregates all the bracketologists about what seed they would get where would you tell me iowa state is seated and it'll go beyond below you know being out of the tournament too i would guess they're not seated i would guess they're a nine seed they're a nine seed total guess tcu second most quad one wins dude they're 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 17 and nine okay Uh, but dude, I don't care about the quad. I don't care about the net ranking. It well, sucks. I'm telling you it what they sucks. Think, what they care about. <laughs> TCU also wouldn't care about it. So like when I see that Iowa State and TCU are both a nine seed, like that just that we're gonna get a lot of teams in if those two teams are making it at, at that at that level. Is now K-State things are gonna. There? Yeah, I think they are. Uh, lower. If K State gets in the tournament, is Bruce. What's the Bruce situation? Saved his, I think he saved himself. Uh, now he's they are not currently interesting, but they've got to be starting to get in that conversation. Well, they're fourteen and eleven, so like let's not go crazy, but they're they're playing well in the Big Twelve. So I don't know. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna take for you then. If if Iowa State could conceivably go six and twelve, and make the tournament, maybe it's time to reduce. Let's go. I know we're, we're, we keep expanding the tournament. We're at 68. Let's go down. Let's go down to like 48. What do you guys think? <laughs> Fine by me. Fine by me. <laughs> too, many it gets, too many teams in there. It man. gets 16. rid of like the VCUs of the world. Let's get rid of the VCUs of the world. Avoid 2011. I'm fine with that. Let's, I mean, let's make it eight. Shoot, make it four. I, whatever's the, <laughs> let's go college Whatever football. KU's at, add a couple teams on top and we'll go with that. Let's do the college football. Let's do bowl games. Hell, I don't care. BCS. Uh, Helms. We would have won some more conference. We would have won some more championships if we just kept Helms around. <laughs> but, you know, just, just to, to close this out, Oklahoma current bracket matrix is 11. So this basically has everybody getting in except for West Virginia. And Palm loves Oklahoma. They have, they have Oklahoma ranked 28th in the country, like overall. Wow. Wild. Need to win more Big 12 games. They're four and nine right now. They've got a backloaded, easier schedule, though. They got Iowa State. They do play at Tech, but then they got Oklahoma, Oklahoma, uh, uh, Oklahoma State, I'm sorry, West Virginia, and then K-State. Okay. So they're they've got a they avoid Baylor, they avoid Texas, they avoid the vaunted TCU Horn Frogs, uh, and they avoid us. So I don't know. They they have a chance to get a few more wins down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll know more next week. Obviously, we're two thirds of the way through the the season. Uh, we kind of know generally where folks are going to land, but uh, I still think we have a good shot to get a lot of teams in. Maybe not at great seeds, but they're going to get in. Just all the seven ten matchups will be yeah. Big Twelve teams. Yep, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I think there's something to that. Anyway, well, it's weird. And it's it. I want to see. I mean, maybe it will levelize by the time we get to the end of the season here. But right now, you look at those Big Twelve standings; they just look weird. 
This look weird. I think it's TCU and K State. That's really the weird part. Yeah. <laughs> They're in the middle, and, and all the other teams you expect to be uh, higher or not. So, anyway, just so- something to watch. Awesome. Well, uh, as we currently stand, Texas Tech is beating Baylor by six points. We'll see if they can close that game out. That'd make things much easier in the Big Twelve race for us. Uh, we've got West Virginia this weekend, and then we've got Te- we got K State on Tuesday. With a return trip to Allen Fieldhouse, <laughs> K State's got to be feeling it, right? Do they think they can come in and get that win? Let's let's close out on a K State thought. Trap game? Question mark for them or for us? <laughs> for us, <laughs> we'll get up for K State. I think so. CB is not going to let uh, let K State not be a or be a trap. I, game. I, I just like referring to every game as a trap, trap game. game. Trap game? Yeah, every game's a trap game. Trap game. Well, and we you also say that because we've got Baylor coming up a week from Saturday, which is probably everybody's got that circled in, in college basketball uh, nationally, but also, you know, for Big 12 purposes, that's going to go a long way to decide who brings home the trophy uh, and maybe even decide who gets a one seed. I think if, if whoever wins that game has a good shot to get a one seed just uh, for resume purposes. So a lot on the line, but before that, West Virginia, K-State, Kevin, any other thoughts before we uh, sign off on this home version of the podcast for a couple of weeks and, and, and enter into the to the studio? Studio? No. Well, first of all, we've always been in the studio. Jayhawk Talk Studios have True. Have, have always been a thing. Uh, but I would just got to take care of business this week. This is another business week, just like last week. Uh, and they should win these games. Uh, it would be a problem if they don't. Sometimes they do lose these types of games occasionally this time of year. Hopefully they do not. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, the 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 following week is going to be pretty exciting. And this game that was on tonight that you will know the result of by the time you listen to this will, uh, will I think, be a, a big part of that too. A big part of the Big 12 race. It's going to be fun. I, I can't wait. It's my favorite time of year. Enjoy the snow, everyone. Merry Christmas. Uh, in multiple ways and watch yeah, the watch the twitter we're, we're gonna we're gonna be promoting this thing listen to 610 sports on wednesday at six o'clock and and every day from 10 to 2 there you go that's Dude, right your hype man is over here on here you guys already got the hang of this thing <laughs> naturals <laughs> you got a hype man all right let's get out of here appreciate y'all for uh for tuning in thanks nick for joining us for a little bit and, and crashing our zoom Catch us on uh, at Jayhawk Talk at Sherlock Hoops. We'll be doing some spaces stuff probably also at some point. So watch that up on the on the Twitter bug and uh, give us a rating review and watch that podcast feed if you're not going to listen to the radio, which you should, because next time it's going to be the Jayhawk Talk radio program, which got a great net, great sound to it, great ring. Appreciate y'all. Hey Andrew, we good? Always. It's for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. It's for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. It's for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hope it's for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. It's for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. It's for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hope it's I tried to tell him, 
Every time we on the court, I tried to tell them that we never coming up short. I tried to tell them that we came here to get the win. I tried to tell them that, that they should never let us in. They say that we the best, but I say we the greatest. That's why they try to knock us down and always seem to hate us. That's why they talk about us. They know they can never fade us. It's tradition and that Kansas pride that has truly made us. They know just how we feel. They know at Allen Field that we gon' keep it real. Shout out to Bill. This for them fans that waited off in them long lines. Camped out before the games and they stayed a long time. Every dollar that we spend just to watch our team win. On a Jayhawk shirt or a new clean Benz with a sticker on the back. With the K and the U. Uh-huh, yeah, baby, that'll make you say, ooh. We at the top of the top just like we should be. Started from the bottom thanks to what James could see. Dr. Naismith made a game for man, changed lives for the players, and did the same this for, for the fans. This for my Jayhawks fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawks fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawks fans, for my Jayhawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, This for my Jayhawks fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawks fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawks fans, for my Jayhawks. That we've been cheering everything that we've been hearing All them spreads that we've been clearing Never been no team we fearing And look how Bill got us fearing All them tournaments appearing With no team that's interfering Nine times get to cheering With them banners held high And the crowd going wild Night before the final four You can't even sleep now Yeah, we at the peak now We can't even leap down March Madness, man We've been waiting weeks now If you a Hawks fan Go ahead and hold them ones Shout out to the boosters showing love in the alum. Now I'm speaking for the fans, even though I'm just one guy. We appreciate the love, love won't run dry. Imagine the state of Kansas with no Jayhawks. That's like having no streets, but trying to jaywalk. They see us as support, and we see them on the court. So we keep it loud and do our best so we don't come up short. We win together, and we lose together. But win or lose, we still booze together. Struggles in my life will change me as a man. But one thing that'll never change, I'll be a Jayhawk fan. I ain't even got to really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded. Rock Chuck J. Hawk in your faces. I ain't even got to really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded. Rock Chuck J. Hawk in your faces. This for my J. Hawk fans, for my J. Hawks. This for my Jayhawk fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawk fans, for my Jayhawks. Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks. This for my Jayhawk fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawk fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawk fans, for my Jayhawks. Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we 